F-A-N. We all have a list of things we would never do. I have been privy to many conversations over the years with friends, family, and even strangers at dinner parties, listening to the litany of condemned actions that some find so sordid and so far away from their moral foundation that they wouldn't allow themselves to experience it. Now, I have a list as well, but it's pretty short. And after what happened last night, I can say with certainty that my list just got a little shorter. Now, somewhere around the top of my list is one very important rule. It's something I live by because if you break this rule and things do not go as planned, you wind up stuck in a situation you literally cannot get away from no matter what you do. This simple rule is, do not shit where you eat. This rule applies to both work and home, which are the two spaces and places that we spend the most time and need the most protection. Because when it's good, it's good. And of course, when it's bad, you either got to move or quit. So I'm always intentional about sticking to this never do. That is until I became undone by F-A-N my fine-ass neighbor. Picture this. The finest man you have ever seen. Add one cup of Denzel, a teaspoonful of Idris, two scoops of chocolate, and sprinkle a six-pack on the top. Place it in the oven, bake at 350 for 72 minutes, and you will have the most decadent serving of beautiful black man plated for your dining pleasure. And trust me, you will want seconds. Hence, fucking up my never-do list. He moved in during the winter months, and much like everyone else in our small community, he stays to himself. He keeps a nice lawn and always weighs when passing a friendly face on the street. He owned a business and was always on the go, but I did notice him from day one. One afternoon, I was in my backyard looking at my house, and I noticed that things needed to be pressure washed from the house to the fence. So... I decided to call the number listed on his truck to get an estimate. I didn't get an answer. A few days passed, and I saw him again, exiting his car, waved him over. That was mistake number one. He walked over, and the moment his feet touched my driveway, I knew I was done. His smile spoke to me before any words left his lips. I asked for pricing. He responded, and I quickly disengaged because I know trouble when I see it. And this could be the kind of trouble that I would volunteer for if I didn't live a few paces away and had the ability to have someone enter my home, chop me up into small pieces, and leave me dead, undetected, cats eating my brain. Ugh, I watched too much forensic files. About a month later, F-A-N flagged me and Kinsey down as we were leaving. She was home for a quick break and in disbelief at my engaging with the stranger. He hit me with a smile and said, Hello again, beautiful. Your mail was all over the street yesterday. I picked it up and placed it in your box, and from the looks of things, you never check your mail. I thanked him and said, That's the thing I'm worst at, and If you factor in that we've been out of town for a few days, I'm sure it was pretty bad. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And I foolishly smiled my toothy ass grin back, took off my shades and looked into his eyes. That was my second mistake. 
His eyes are the kind of hazy brown that force you to stare at them to figure out if they're light or dark or real or fake or magical or something. I asked Kenzie to get out and get the mail and I thanked F.A.N. once more. He continued to smile and said, okay, beautiful, you to be safe and have an amazing evening. As he pulled into his garage, Kenzie hopped in the car and chimed in with her observations. Um, I think he was flirting with you, mom. Oh, no, 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 no. Too close, baby. Remember, you do not shit where you eat. Famous last words. Fast forward to me in the nest after one or two or five glasses of wine, walking down my front steps, laughing loudly while chatting up a friend on the phone, telling her how I wish my fine-ass neighbor would come by and let me put in some work while I was all geeked up on these six glasses of wine because I know he has cameras all over the place and can hear everything I'm saying and since I know he was listening, pull up on me. Now, let me be clear. These were jokes. I was just kidding around after consuming an entire bottle of wine, which of course was yet another mistake. A few days later, I was inside watching NCIS and my doorbell chimed. It was F-A-N. He came over to ask if I planned to have my new deck stained and let me know that if I did, he had someone who was interested in doing the work for me. This led to a lengthy conversation filled with flirtation and a realization that he was indeed flirting with me a while back. The next evening, around the same time, F-A-N came again but this time to report an incident. Your trash can hit my truck. I stood in my doorway in disbelief for a moment and he said it again. I'm serious. Your trash can hit my truck. I laughed, said, did it really? How so, sir? He said, I'm telling you the truth. My truck was just sitting here minding his black owned business and boom, your trash can rolled up on it, hit it and then slid back in place. I continued to laugh and said, oh, okay, all right. Well, luckily I have a camera facing that direction. So I will be able to address your false claim with real video surveillance. We both laughed and smiled. Now, what do you really want with me? Because I know you did not come over here to accuse my innocent trash can of hitting your truck. No, that's not the only reason why I came over. I, I needed to ask you something. Okay, oh, uh, hey, uh, shoot. What's your favorite color? My favorite colors are black and royal blue. Ah, so you must really like the color of my car. Well, sir, your car is midnight blue, but it's in the blue family, so it'll do. Okay, well, stay right there. Don't move. He walked over to the truck that was allegedly struck by my trash can, opened his door, leaned in to grab something. And when he turned around, he had 12 of the most beautiful pink roses I've ever seen. He walked towards me wearing that smile I liked and said, these are for you. Stunned, I replied, thank you, but why? What did I do to deserve flowers? He said, it's, it's a National Neighbors Appreciation Week, and I just wanted to show you that I appreciate you. I smiled and thanked him repeatedly. It is not National Appreciation Week. You made that up. 
well, uh, we, we make up all the other holidays. So I figured I'd make one up just for you. That was good. I wanted to hug him. But I had already crossed the line because here he is in my yard giving me roses. Shifting where you eat. I leaned in but decided to just smile, thank him again, and go inside. The next morning, I placed a thank you card in his windshield. I wrote a sweet message of gratitude to him for gifting me with such a kind gesture. I wanted to include my number in the card and tell him that if he ever needed a cup of sugar, salt, blowjob, ketchup, just let me know and I would be happy to expend myself in service of him. But because we simply do not shit where we eat, I thanked him and wished him a great day. Late that same evening, as I watched Gibbs and Denozo solve yet another naval criminal case, my doorbell rang. It was F.A.N. I opened the door, and he stepped just close enough for me to feel the warmth coming off of his body, but not close enough to be inside me. I mean, my house. Inside my house. I just wanted to come by and say thank you for the card. It was really sweet. Most people don't show gratitude when you bless them. They just take and keep going. So it means a lot to me that you took time out to show me your appreciation. I smiled. His energy was palpable. The soft tone he spoke with disarmed me. The intense glare in his hazy brown eyes silenced me. I could only smile and nod when he asked if he could give me a hug. Mistake, 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 mistake. He pulled me in close and I breathed in the heat from his chest, his cheek, and his neck while he placed his left hand in the small of my back and eased his lips across my ear with a whisper, followed by deep kisses on my neck and my cheek, with a thank you each time his lips met my flesh ever so gently. His kisses moved closer to my lips with each touch, and as soon as I closed my eyes, readying myself for our lips to meet, he loosened his grip and whispered goodnight and walked down the steps. The next afternoon, while at my house, I heard that famous sound that had now become a favorite. It was Fan. He had a single golden rose in his hand and the most beautiful smile on his face. You are spoiling me, and I, I love it, but you better be careful. <laughs> Thank you so much. You deserve it. I didn't want anything. I just wanted you to know that I was thinking about you all day. With the smile to match his, I asked if he could come in and give me an estimate for an item I wanted repaired. He said, of course, show it to me. Mistake, 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 mistake. He came inside, took a look and said, oh, I, I can take care of this tomorrow easily. No more than 40 bucks. Great. Uh, <laughs> sounds perfect. I guided him back towards the door. When we reached the bottom of the steps, I thanked for the rose and said, you know, I I don't I don't know why, but last night I thought you were gonna kiss me. <laughs> I mean, you completely disarmed me and I hardly know what to say or do when I'm next to you. And, and trust me, I always have something to say. Even now, you are standing so close to me and your entire demeanor just puts me at a loss for words, actions, everything. 
He stood there for a moment before responding, taking in what I said. I tried my best not to look into those hazy eyes. But when he put his hand on my cheek and said, you have really soft skin. I looked up and said, mm-hmm. He says, I like that. Soft and beautiful. He inched closer towards me and when our bodies met in the softest whisper, he said, so you thought I was going to kiss you? Why would you think that? Embarrassed, I shook my head, shrugged my shoulders. His fingers continued to graze my face, ease down to my neck. He asked, do you think I wanted to kiss you? His lips touched my shoulders. Did you think I wanted to pull you in even closer than I was holding you? He kissed my neck and eased his lips to my ear. Do you feel the same energy you felt then? He kissed my cheek as I nodded yes and made yet another mistake. He moved his lips to mine and I allowed him to fully embrace me with his lips, his touch, his body, his warmth, his passion, with no thought for what would happen when this moment came to an end. When he released his firm grip, he whispered goodnight. I smiled and replied only with my eyes, silently sending his goodnight kisses from my mind.